哈利路亚，美的peace，比不到的。今天晚上我们来讲题是给我一双翅膀。呃，the they have this eagerness. It is so good to have a pair of wings if they have. Because wings are beautiful. And it comes in uh, different colors. But the most miraculous of all is that the pair of wings allows the bird to fly in the sky. And as long as it can fly, it can reach to places where uh, we cannot go. And as long as they can fly, they can witness, they can view uh, the, the scenery. Therefore, as human, we wish that we come with a pair of wings. Of course, the humankind uh, created uh, invented uh, uh, airplanes. So they were able to fly in the sky. And however, physically, we're not able to have a pair of wings. And the Bible often refers to the wings as a teaching. And even though we cannot have a, a, a pair of physical wings, but as the children of God, we can ask from God a pair of spiritual wings. So what does spiritual wings uh, symbolize? And recently we're look, uh, reading the book of Psalms. Let's uh, extrapolate a few points from the book of Psalms. And first point is that uh, the spiritual wings are the wings of protection. Please turn to Psalm chapter 91. Verse 3 and 4. Psalm chapter 91, Verse 4, he shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. So the psalmist over here is experiencing danger. It seems that he has fallen into the snares of the fowler. And also, uh, and also the perilous uh, pestilence. The context in those days uh, influenced how the psalmist described it. And one of uh, such is the physical pestilence. We understand this very well because in the past three years we spent in pandemic. People in thousand years ago, they did not have any kind of vaccination or any kind of medical knowledge. But in those days, they have uh, this uh, pestilence. 
So who will get sick and who will not get sick? And there's not under the control of man. It is all fallen under the control of God's hand. And just like unto people who suffer from sickness, whether you die or whether you don't die, it is not your control. And if you were to die, uh, you lose your life. And you have, if you are able to sustain your life throughout uh, the disease, then you are able to live on. Uh, therefore, nothing is under our hands. This is the very moment where we need this pair of wings to protect us. And this pair of wings that comes from God. It says over here, will be protected by the feather of God. And he will hide us under his wings. And you should not you should not think that as men we cannot do a thing. Well, you can't do a thing, but uh, the thing that you can do is to pray. Even thousands of years ago, a lot of people were to be sick, but the only way they can heal themselves is by prayer. As a matter of, uh, as a matter of fact, a person who's faithful to God, they need not to be afraid. Because everything is under the control of God. If God, if God is going to protect you from all kinds of diseases, uh, you'll be protected. And just like uh, likened to Moses and uh, Aaron, in those days people were suffering from pestilence, but yet both of them were not suffering from it. Uh, to the point they were even able uh, to make offerings on behalf of the people. They did not have any kind of vaccination. But the wings of God were protecting them. In the context today, uh, we are under the protection of vaccination. But we still need to pray. Because our life still lies under the uh, control of God. A vaccination is not uh, bulletproof. And there are people uh, who were healthy before vaccination, uh, but they die after vaccination. And there are also people after receiving vaccination, they still are contracted from COVID. But as children of God, we don't have to be afraid of. Everything is under the control of God. The reason why we pray is for our health. Even at the point where we uh, suffer from COVID, we just pray. Or even any other kind of diseases that we may suffer from. Uh, take for instance, just like heart diseases or, or, or any other kind of sickness. Or even at the point where the doctor was about to operate on you. And it was at the point of danger. And this is the time where the church announced to pray for you. We ask the Lord's wing to cover you. Because it says over here we need to find refuge under his wing. And his... his uh, his faithful, his truth. His, his truth, uh, it is your shield. And this is something that we have to trust. 
So not only this pair of wings that protect us, it protects us from all kinds of illnesses. And it also protects us from the snares of the fowler. And as a, as a human in this world, uh, we have, do have similar kind of experience. There are some people who wanted to uh, plot against him. Uh, please, find, uh, please turn to Psalm chapter 57. Psalm chapter 57. Chapter 57, verse 1. Merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. And King David is offering up a prayer here. And he was trying to hide away from the siege of King Saul. And King uh, David did not do anything that was offensive uh, to King Saul. But rather, he helped King Saul to defeat uh, uh, Goliath. And without the help of David, uh, King Saul could have been killed by uh, Goliath. And David also helped the entire nation. But the king Saul was even appreciative of his help. No. And he, uh, King Saul wanted to kill David because of jealousy. And there are so many snares that have been set up by the king uh, just to, to seize him. And think about this, even the birds cannot escape from such a snare. How can he escape from it? And David knew better that uh, by depending on human effort, it's not going to uh, be helpful. Doesn't matter how smart he is, doesn't matter how much uh, ways that he thought of, uh, he just cannot get away from the hands of King Saul. Other than the pair of wings that is given by God to protect him. So when the wings of God that is uh, uh, covering uh, David under the wings, then he, no one can touch him. And he must also hide himself under the wings of God for a period of time. Till the point where all the calamities is over. And David, uh, there was one occasion where he actually felt uh, the wings of God. Please turn to 1 Samuel chapter 23. Chapter 23, verse... 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 14. And David stayed in stronghold in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul sought him every day, but God did not deliver him into his hand. Uh, this is a miracle here. So David hid himself in the wilderness. Of course, in the wilderness, there are many places he can hide himself. 
But then Saul can uh, just surround him. So uh, Saul can just uh, search uh, from point to point. But God has helped David. Every time it was almost catching David, but he was able to get away from it. And this is telling us here. Even though at points we uh, face uh, perils, and there are dangers uh, physically, there are dangers materially. But if God were not to deliver us uh, into their hands, for those who want to offend us, uh, no one can harm us. And we need to read very carefully this last sentence. It says that, but God did not deliver him into his hands. So let me ask you where uh, David was, under whose hand? Because David was under the hands of God. If, if God did not deliver him into Saul's hand, no one can touch him. Uh, David could have been just right next to uh, King Saul, but no one can touch him. And there was once uh, King, uh, this David, uh, he hid in a uh, cave. So Saul uh, wanted to go inside and relieve himself. And even then, uh, King Saul wasn't aware that David was in the cave. And if King Saul were to know that David was in the cave, he could have sent soldiers in there to kill him first. Even King Saul was so close to David, but no one can touch him. But on the other hand, uh, David do have the privilege to kill him. But because King David was his, he revered God. Even though King Saul was bad. Because King Saul was the anointed one. And not only he dare not kill the anointed one. Not even a word of curse, he dare lay on uh, the anointed one of God. Because he was so uh, God-fearing, therefore God protected him. Therefore, any kind of dangers that we encounter today, we need to ask from the Lord a pair of uh, wings of protection. Of course, if you encounter any kind of physical danger, you need the protection of God. If you encounter pestilence or you encounter any other kind of danger, you need the wings of God to cover you. But we have to think about this. So why did God allow all these challenges and difficulty fall upon David? And why did God uh, gave us all kinds of problems today? The problem was given is because we need to ask for the pair of wings. Not only this pair of wings is to protect us, but rather this pair of wings is to elevate us. Let's return to Book of Psalm chapter 91. Psalm chapter 91, verse 14. Psalm chapter 91, 
Verse 14, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. And just now, we, uh, the verse that we read that the wings of God will protect us. But now we read verse 14. So then why God should help him? Because this person was so devout in loving him. So who, uh, uh, so the pair of wings is going to be given to who? So this wings of protection, who God is going to give it to? It's going to give it to uh, the one who loves God. If you love God, this pair of wings that protects uh, will be given to you automatically. And God will set you on high. Then you realize that uh, the reason why we have to face all these challenges even at the point where people wanted to kill us. Or even if we experience sickness or danger. All of such is God uh, is giving us, the, uh, giving us the opportunity to elevate our faith. And think about this, uh, when is the time where you pray the most? It will not be the time of peace or smoothness. So, uh, or uh, you pray in a time of peace. In times of peace and smoothness, it will be the time where you pray the least. Uh, because uh, that's the time where, where you find your spirituality as, is at the lowest point. So at a point where we face uh, difficulties, uh-huh. it's the time where we have to be elevated in faith. And sometimes when we encounter problems, we only focus on the problem itself. And take for instance, if you are ill, uh, you keep on uh, praying for your illness. And if you encounter difficulty, you keep on praying for your difficulty. Uh, the direction itself is correct, but it's not fully wrong, uh, fully true. Because you need to pray for the problem itself. But as I said just now, uh, the reason behind God giving us all these challenges is to set us on high so that we can be elevated. Therefore, we don't need to be anxious about the problem that's coming across us. Because God is not even concerned on the problem that you encounter. Take for instance, if you are ill, and then uh, the church announced for prayer. So then, what should we pray? Uh, let's pray for the brother or sisters to get well soon. Or maybe a smooth surgery. But let's think, think about this. Does God need your instruction to tell him that he needs to heal this person? 
And does the Lord actually need you to tell him that this person need to get well? Of course, God knows their necessity very well. But why did God put this very difficulty in front of them? Because God simply wanted to elevate the faith of himself or the entire family. So God is going to give them this pair of wings so that they can view things from different perspectives. Uh, therefore, the protection of our spirituality is very important. Not, uh, it is also protecting our hearts and minds. And it is also elevating uh, our horizon. So that uh, you will find yourself you no longer pray your, uh, pray for your problem. And suddenly you change, you expand your horizon. What does God actually want me to pray for? How about my faith? Before God, what kind of person am I? Am I falling short of God in any way? And all of such is things of heaven. Uh, please turn to Colossians, book of Colossians, chapter 3. Colossians, chapter 3. Colossians, chapter 3. It tells us here that this pair of wings is going to elevate us. It says that we need to see those things which are above. Because Christ is on the right side, right hand of God. Therefore, every day we need to think about the things which are above. Don't think about things of the earth. And this very fair wing is that's how it protects us. And this is very important. Especially the Satan is here to snatch our hearts. So if your peace has been snatched away, or even your love for Christ has already disappeared, and your, even if you have physical peace, it's useless. Even if your problem is resolved, it's worthless. Therefore, this pair of wings of protection is very precious. So before the Lord comes again, we'll come across this very dangerous situation. Please turn to Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, verse 13. Verse Verse 14. Verse 13. Now when a dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. Verse 14. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, 
that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and a time and a half a time from the presence of a serpent. 启示录是记载主要主耶稣要来之前末世的时候，真教会会遇到的情况。The book of Revelation, uh, is talking about, uh, the situation where the, uh, the churches will have to face at the end time. 龙就是代表魔鬼。So dragon symbolizes Satan. 龙被甩到地上。So this dragon, uh, has been cast to the earth. 他的能力被限制，但是他可以在地上来做一些破坏，逼迫。And even though he has been subdued, but he still has the power to destruct the earth. So before uh, the, the end day's judgment, he's going to persecute and destroy the church. And this church is referring to here the woman who gave birth to the male child. If the dragon were to come to the earth and fight with the woman, the woman definitely will be devoured by the dragon. Because woman is weak. And dragon is a monster with with a full power and strength. And today in the church, we're all men. And we're in flesh. We have desires, we have weaknesses. And Satan wanted to persecute the church so that all of us can leave the church. Or even to the point uh, to curse, uh, to cause uh, this uh, chaos in the church. And that is also a kind of persecution. Which means to say that you're no longer a feeling like walking together with the Lord. And you no longer are able to stay in a church. Or even you cannot be a Christian outside of the church because the persecution was simply too big. So when you find you're no longer able to tread on, so this woman can no longer hold it anymore. It is almost, uh, she was almost devoured by this dragon. So at verse 14, the critical point is that but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle. So this is a vision uh, because there is spiritual significance in this. Eagle is the only uh, bird uh, that can fly the highest. And it can fly the furthest, it can fly the highest. Uh, this woman was almost devoured by this dragon. But God gave him two wings of a great eagle. So once she has uh, this pair of wings, she was able to fly. She'll, she will fly into the wilderness, uh, wilderness to hide herself out. And over there, she is nourished uh, for a time and times and a half a time. Uh, when Revelation talk about this a time and a times and a half a time, it means that this is the great time of great persecution. And if 
uh, oh, if this time is past, uh, the Lord Jesus will come again. Uh, what this is telling us here is that at the point where we face uh, the most extreme persecution, the Lord Jesus will come and protect us. Or even in terms of your faith, uh, you're facing the most extreme uh, difficulty. The Lord God will help you uh, walking through uh, this valley of death. Because you cannot simply give up. But how can you survive? How can you not be, uh, be devoured by this dragon? That is to surpass, to transcend. That is to surpass. And as a Christian, if what you think about every day is only of things of the world, Take for instance the things of the world. And you care about the things of the world. And you uh, you care about your properties, you care about your ownerships of things. Or even if you care about your life. Or if you care so much about the life of your family. And if their life were to be taken away, you will leave God immediately. Or even if you pay so much attention to your own emotion. If somebody uh, said something in a church that hurt you, then I stopped going to the church. And uh, the reason why you depart from the church is because of men. The reason why you depart from God is also because of men. And you have stayed yourself on the level of earth. You did not uh, transcend or surpass. And this dragon will definitely have an opportunity to devour you. But if you wait, if you are able to elevate yourself in terms of faith, and if you were to ask for a pair of wings from God, in times of tribulation, in times of persecution, in times where people are not treating you well, and you are able to transcend and surpass all these kind of difficulties. Sure, you can take my money, you can take my uh, my my uh, my property away. I am going to still uh, believe in the Lord. And even at the point you want to kill me, I still decide not to uh, leave God. And you can humiliate me. But I will not humiliate God. Our early Christians, they do have this kind of, uh, this pair of wings. There's nothing, there's nothing that can cause them to leave God. Let's turn to Romans. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? So these are the examples that have been said that the things that can separate us from the love of Christ. 人, 人与人之间的爱啊, 
can separate us from the love of man. So if two persons who used to be in love, but yet if they were to encounter all these, they will separate. And take for instance, if someone, the other party, were to persecute you, and you don't want to be persecuted, so you depart from each other. So let's talk about famine. It could mean that you have financial difficulties. And you're not able to feed yourself. So if uh, there's a Chinese saying that uh, for the couple, uh, they will be so sorrowful if they're not able to put any food on the table. So if you were to fight for money every single uh, day at home, then there's no love. Send all of such tribulation, distress, or uh, persecution as such, uh, they will all separate the love of man. Because love of man is only nourished through uh, the environment and surroundings. Every bit of change in our surrounding can alter the love of man. Let alone if a couple, a couple were to be separated into two locations for the longest time, their love will grow cold. But Paul, however, said over here that he will not separate from the love of Christ. And this is so strange. After believing in Christ, he lost everything. And before he believed in Lord Jesus Christ, he was living in peace. But after believing in Lord Jesus Christ, he is experiencing all kinds of persecution. How come before I believe in Christ, uh, uh, I, I was able to feed myself and after I believed in Christ I lost everything and I felt that I was naked I was not able to feed myself uh, take for instance people were to beat you up even at the point of peril and sword and if you were to experience uh, such a difficulty at work, uh, will you continue? I don't think you will stick around the company if your boss were not to pay you for three months. And if there is a threat of uh, life at work, I don't think you will work any longer. But why did Paul eager to work for the Lord Jesus Christ. Why did he not depart from the Lord Jesus Christ? Because he has transcended himself. Because the reason why he believed in Christ is not for the sake of money. The reason why I believe in the Lord is not for longevity. Uh, therefore, if my life were to be lost, I will still believe in the Lord. And the reason why I believe in the Lord is not for a comfortable, uh, comfortable life. Even if I experience uh, discomfort or difficulty, I will not depart from God. So what is the purpose of believing in the Lord? Because the Lord simply loved me so much. 
And he died for me. And he crucified for me. And in exchange for my eternal life. How can I ever depart from him? Uh, therefore, he has already surpassed He has already gained this pair of wings. In times of tribulation, persecution, even at the point of death. When we say uh, surpassing, it means that you're indifferent of things. You're indifferent whether this sickness is going to be healed. Even if the sickness is not going to be healed, I trust in the Lord. Because I'll see the Lord someday. And if I can get out of jail, which is okay. Even if I were to die in the jail, I thank God. Because I'm going to I'm I'm about to see the Lord. To Paul, nothing matters. This pair of wing is indeed a great. And this pair of wing is called the pair uh, the pair of wings of the uh, great eagle. The dragon could have given him so much trials and tribulation, but yet the wing was able to elevate him to the high. Uh, he's no longer caring about the it doesn't mean that when you have this pair of wings, you will not get sick, you will not get poor. You will still encounter all these problems because in the apostolic days, uh, that's the kind of problem they suffer. But this kind of protection means that you are able to surpass. Let's read verse 36 of chapter 8. As it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. And we become the sheep for slaughter. And every day there are people uh, seeking for us to kill. But you read verse 37. It says over here, Yet in all things we are more than conquerors uh, through him who loved us. Brothers and sisters, I'm asking you, are, are you already a conqueror uh, among your problems? If you have this spiritual uh, pair of wings, it doesn't matter what kind of problem that you encounter, you already uh, succeeded. If you are lack of something, as long as you become a conqueror, uh, God is, has already given you everything. Because the love of the cross every day is uh, providing you the zeal. And it is so true that if you are so close to the Lord, if you are often uh, inspired by the love of God, even uh, if you were to sing a hymn, uh, you will simply uh, shed tears. Because you will feel that you are not worth it. Sometimes you think about the cross. And you read the verses that describe about it, you, you wept. If you continuously touch by the love of God, 
你的眼目注目主耶稣的时候，And if your eyes fix on the Lord Jesus，别人怎么对你讲什么话一定不重要了。呃，it doesn't matter how other people comments about you，it doesn't matter。就算你要变成一头张仔的羊也不重要了。Even to the point that you become a sheep for the slaughter，it doesn't matter。因为你的心中已经超越了。Because your heart has already surpassed。我们看四篇五十五篇。Oh, please turn to Psalm chapter 55. Psalm chapter 55, verse 6. Psalm chapter 55, verse 6. So I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, I will fly away and be at rest. Verse 7. Indeed, I will wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Verse 8. I will hasten my escape. From the windy storms and tempests. So the Bible has described uh, another uh, pair of wings here, which is the wings of the dove. So why dove has been mentioned here? Oh, so dove uh, symbolizes Holy Spirit in the Bible. Because dove is holy and pure. So in baptism, the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, descend. So over here, says that the wing of the dove will help us to transcend. If you're not able to transcend or you're not able to surpass it, and you cannot let go the struggle in your heart. This is the very moment you need the pair of dove wings. You need Holy Spirit to help you to pray deeply. Because by your own, you cannot fly. By your own uh, emotions, you cannot surpass anything. And sometimes we have a rationale, a, where we have rationale, but we cannot surpass our emotion. We know that we should not be so angry, we should not be so calculative, we should not be so negative. But then, more than often, you find yourself you have been overcome by your emotion. So every day we have been controlled, manipulated by our emotion. And our emotion is just likened to what is described here, the windy storm and tempest. It's said over at verse 8, windy storm and tempest. Uh, do you really think that windy storm out there is scary? Let me tell you, the most scary of all is the windy storm and tempest in your heart. Because your emotion can destroy you. Your, your emotion can destroy your family and your, your marriage. So what can you do? You need to calm yourself down. You should not be swirled into this windy storm. You must depart from this world. You should not be part of it. 
And this is a time where you need the pair of doves of wing. And that's why it says here uh, that I wish that I will have the wings like a dove. So dove love peace. Dove uh, this dislike a storm. And this dove will fly away into the wilderness to rest. So this is the work of spiritual cultivation. So when we face any kind of challenges, and this pair of wings of dove uh, is, uh, symbolizes our prayer. May the Lord help us so that we can be quiet. And we can hide ourselves in the wilderness. So where is the wilderness? When you enter into the deep, uh, deepest of your spirituality, it is the wilderness. Over there, it will be quiet. Over there, there's only the voice of Holy Spirit. Over there, uh, it's only the Holy Spirit that will touch you. You cannot hear any of that at any other places. When you calm yourself down, when you are silent, then you are able to enter into the deepest of Holy Spirit. It is only you and God. It's your very wilderness. But we need this pair of wings to get there. So I wish that all of us will have this pair of wings. Let's sing him. Please sing him number 355.